let's talk a little bit about an old crime story. Amanda Zhao vanished in October of 2002. Her body strangled and stuffed inside a suitcase. It was discovered by hikers 11 days later near Stave Lake in Mission. Uh, Zhao's then-boyfriend, Ang Lee, fled to China before charges were laid against him in BC. He was later charged, but he could not be extradited to face trial here because of his jurisdictional issues. Uh, a Chinese court found Lee guilty of her first-degree murder in 2012, and he was sentenced to life behind bars. Now, I tell you all this because I covered uh, this story here in Vancouver, and, and throughout my reporting career as I ended up in Asia, I ended up covering uh, the court case in Beijing as well. Uh, last night, uh, Aaron MacArthur from Global BC covered this story, and I was watching some of that footage from uh, Beijing. Uh, take a listen to some of, the, some of the story from last night. Chinese student Amanda Zhao was reported missing by her boyfriend, Ang Li. It's my fault to not accompany with her to, to, to the safeway. Zhao's body was eventually discovered near Stave Lake, stuffed inside a suitcase. Not to say anything to media. Not to say anything to media. Days later, Li was on a flight to China. Although he was the only suspect in the murder, he never faced justice in Canada. The Canadian government finally brokering a deal to see Lee tried in Beijing, where he was found guilty and handed a life sentence. All the evidence shows my son is innocent. I don't want to talk more. The conviction, though, overturned on appeal and downgraded to something similar to manslaughter. Lee sentenced to seven years. Now the convicted killer is back in the news, embroiled in a refugee claim in New Zealand. Reporting done by Lincoln Tan at the New Zealand Herald shows Lee has changed his name multiple times and entered the country as a tourist, illegally using a falsified passport. He has lived in Auckland for five years with his wife and two children, now known as Zhang Wen or Leo Lee, he claims if he's sent back to China, he faces persecution by the Communist Party. Immigration New Zealand denied his claim, writing, Mr. Lee has provided false, evolving, inconsistent and contradictory evidence to New Zealand authorities since his first arrival in the country. So there you have it, 21 uh, years after uh, the crime was committed uh, and Mr. Lee is still in the news and in an interesting story, a very interesting story in regards to uh, a murder occurring here, a conviction uh, in uh, China, but one certainly uh, where Mr. Lee did not stay behind the bars very, uh, for very long and now ends up in New Zealand. Joining me now, uh, John Daly, former host, of course, CKW's Back on the Beat, and he's, of course, a former global news investigative journalist. And John, correct me if I'm wrong here, you covered this story as well. Oh, yeah, I did about three reports on this thing, Jazz, and uh, some of them I used your footage out of Beijing in. <laughs> well, you tell me, your thoughts on all this. Um, is there a greater, um, a greater lesson to be learned here for our justice system in regards to something, a crime oh, occurring yeah. here? And here we have a man seems to be living his life, remarried in, and in peace until the story came out in New Zealand. Jazz, this thing is one of the most outrageous, offensive stories uh, this guy, Ang Lee, who is the suitcase murderer, continental hopping killer, 21 years later, uh, he's saying, I believe Amanda could still be alive and walking around somewhere. Can you imagine that? I mean, what must Amanda's family think? 
What must his own family? He's got a wife and two kids now. What do they think about this? What would have happened if Lee had been arrested by the Burnaby RCMP? Because this all came from a, a basement suite in Burnaby where these two international students were living, mm-hmm. going to school here in Burnaby when she was murdered. I mean, what would have happened had, had he actually gone on trial here and not just jumped on a plane a couple of days later after, after uh, you know, she went missing and they found her body? I, I, guess I mean, it... this, is, this is really, really offensive and outrageous. So the new top, this guy, um, this reporter in New Zealand, uh, Lincoln Tan, is doing a superb job. So there's a whole new top to this thing now. Lee is claiming, Ang Lee is claiming that he's going to be persecuted by the Chinese Communist Party if he goes, if he's forced back to China, if he's uh, removed from New Zealand, uh, because he's been supporting the Tibetans. And he goes to Tibetan rallies wrapped in a Tibetan flag and carrying a photograph of the Dalai Lama. So today, Lincoln Tan has talked to a bunch of the uh, Tibetan community in uh, New Zealand, mm-hmm. and they are outraged over this thing. They are furious that uh, this this killer is trying to uh, pretend that he's actually a Tibetan. They say he doesn't speak their language. Uh, he's not Tibetan. He may have lived in Tibet for some time, but basically, uh, they are they are distancing themselves as far as they possibly can from this killer. So it's, it's absurd. It's amazing. It is absurd because if, if I my memory corrects me right, his father uh, was a, a high-ranking communist uh, uh, communist party official. So to say that somehow he is now yeah. sympathetic to the Tibet movement, where he never mentioned this. And I remember sitting down with his no. mother after that case. She and I had to convince her to, to mm-hmm. chat with me. We we talked off the off the off the record off at that time off camera, and uh, you know she was not apologetic. She she blamed Amanda Zhao. She said it was the system, and her son was in and completely, completely in denial. And for them, for him now to say that, you know, he's supportive of the Tibetan cause is ridiculous. I guess part of it, John, also is when crimes here are committed with foreign nationals, you have to jump on it as fast as you possibly can and as a system move as fast as possible because once they leave, particularly when you, in China, the the system is so completely different. And in this case, with his family connected uh, with the Communist Party, it never. It is. It is very difficult to really, at the end of the day, find justice for Amanda Zhao and her family. Absolutely, it, it's a, a big problem here. Was the death penalty? So Canada would not uh, prov- provide the evidence for him, him to be tried in China until China agreed that they wouldn't proceed with the death penalty for him. So the maximum they did agree that the maximum sentence would be life in prison. And in fact, that's what he got on uh, on the first case. And then eventually, as you said, that was appealed and it got knocked down to effectively manslaughter and he got seven years and he had served so much time he got out. He got out, I think it was around uh, 2016. So it's a real, I mean, this is just a travesty of justice, yeah. any which way you look at it. And him saying that he thinks Amanda's walking around someplace now is just unbelievably yeah, outrageous. Preposterous. John, thank you so much for your time today, my friend. My pleasure. Anytime. Uh-